an entitled Karen tries to steal my tablet, claiming that she deserved it so she could give it to her kid. And when I said no, she had the audacity to get the police involved just to try and claim that the tablet was hers. But I wasn't having it, so I ended up putting her right in her place. Here's what happened. So I'm a 33-year-old male, and I'm an ELA teacher based in China for the last three and a half years. First, a little bit of information before I get to the story. There is a bit of a pay gap between foreign and Chinese teachers. It's also a well-known fact, but only the most opportunistic ones like to capitalize on it from time to time, if you're not careful. It can be anything from charging more at stands to, on the rarest of rare occasions, guilting them into complying. Trust me, it has happened, and those select few are not apologetic about it in the slightest. Now, on to the story. It was the Chinese New Year, and I was on the train to a city to visit a friend. I had my very expensive tablet out, and I was watching some Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, when suddenly I felt something nudging against me. I looked down to see a kid, maybe an elementary school kid, trying to look at the movie. So I turned off my Bluetooth, and I turned the tablet on to him, so that he can watch. It sounds weird, but being a teacher here, you kind of get used to it. Anyways, he was really immersed, and though I couldn't understand him, I could tell that he was enjoying it a lot. He was trying to talk to me, but his English was not very good, and my Chinese was worse, so he opted for saying things like, I like this, or this is really cool, and things like that. Very basic English. He was a sweet kid, and he got to watch the whole thing before our stop. He even said the city name once we arrived. He waved goodbye and ran back to his mom, and I began to pack up my things to get off. Then, it suddenly happened. A woman approached me with the kid, and in perfect English, demanded my tablet. She literally looked at me and said, Give me your tablet. I thought I was in the twilight zone, and I wanted to ensure I had heard her correctly. I said to her, Excuse me? She said, Give me your tablet. I wanted my son to have it. I refused with a simple no, and she said those magical words that I had begun to really hate hearing around this part of the world. She said to me, But you're a foreigner. You could just buy another one. Now, a couple of things to keep in mind. For one, I don't know if the kid really wanted my tablet or not, and frankly, I didn't care. And two, I come from a family that has taught me to never let anyone make you feel less than others. If someone tries to take my dignity, it's not going to end well for that person. And no, I don't actually have to fight to get my point across. So that's when I decided to stop being nice, as I put this entitled Karen in her place after she seriously tried to take my tablet. I said to her, no, I can't just buy another one. I had to save up my money to buy this. You can do the same. She then looked at me and said, no, you can give yours and stop being selfish. So I again countered and said, or you can stop being an entitled Karen and buy one yourself. It was my first time seeing a shocked Pikachu face in real life. And to add salt to the wound, I said to her, get lost. She did go away, only to then come back with the police. Now this is something that I should have seen coming, but I didn't because I was focused on getting off the train. Lucky for me, he also spoke English, and he seemed really fluent. He was also really polite, and obviously not in the mood for any of it. He looks at me and says, Sir, this woman says you stole her tablet. I then saw this entitled Karen behind him with a triumphant smirk across her face. I let out a sigh. I had already wasted enough time on this nonsense. So I did what I always did when I wanted to get my point across in the quickest way possible. I turned cold. In fact, my students referred to it as me turning into the ICE teacher. I looked at the police officer and I said, I'll make a deal with you. I'm going to use my fingerprint to unlock this tablet. If it doesn't work, she can have it. If it does work, then things are going to escalate from here. And when I say things are going to escalate, I'm not talking verbally, if you know what I mean. That woman's peak 
Pikachu face came back so fast that the officer even had a shocked look on his face. He asked me if I was serious and I said, definitely. I guess the woman saw my face and tries to backpedal, but I wasn't going to let her go until I made the point. When she tried to leave, I said, oh, where are you going? I thought this was yours. The woman looked at the police officer for help, but as I said, he was not in the mood. She said something in Chinese to the man only for the man to give a short reply. I guess he wasn't going to entertain this and make sure things didn't escalate from there. I then look at this lady square in the face and I say to her, how dare you? You had the nerve to try and take something that's mine because I'm a foreigner. You're disgusting. You should be ashamed of yourself. The woman had a mixture of fear, shock, and anger on her face. When I finally asked, is this your tablet? When this entitled Karen said no, I leaned my head forward and barked at her, what was that? She finally said that the tablet was mine before taking her kid and leaving. The kid did wave goodbye to me, despite his entitled Karen of a mother's objections, and I smiled and waved back. After that exchange, the officer just laughed and wished me a happy Chinese New Year. I told my friends about this, and honestly, we all had a really good laugh about it. What an absolutely crazy story. I cannot imagine being on the train in another country, mind you, and not only running into an international Karen, but an entitled Karen who was trying to steal your property. And the fact that she tried to imply that he could just buy another one is really gross in my opinion. Some of these tablets are super expensive, like they are not cheap in the slightest. So for her to try and make some kind of wild accusation, just to try and take that tablet for herself, is seriously just wrong. I mean, what was she seriously thinking? Did she really think this guy was gonna just hand it over, all because she brought over a police officer? Like, that is honestly so ridiculous, and so incredibly petty. But thankfully, this guy was not taking this sitting down, and his ability to turn into the ice teacher really came in handy, because this entitled Karen got put in her place in a beautiful fashion. And honestly, if anyone deserved it, this lady absolutely did. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My girlfriend has health issues that make me worry about what kind of future we can have together. And at this point, I honestly don't know what to do. My girlfriend has chronic and degenerative health issues that have me worried about what kind of future we can have together. We were together for about a year, separated for a year, and have recently gotten back together. She is brilliant and funny, always pushing me to be more than a homebody and try new things, which I really like. I just get lazy when left to my own devices. We always have fun together, even if we're just grocery shopping or cleaning one of our apartments. But my girlfriend's health condition has made some big changes since the first year we were together. Previously, her bones would break easily and was frequently in some kind of cast, as well as catching things like the cold or flu very often. But now she uses crutches when she leaves her home and struggles to go up and down stairs. She is in pain every day just from going about her daily activities. She is brave and smiling and works so hard despite all of this and never complains. I admire her and I care for her so much and I don't mind helping her with doors and carrying things for her, but this much change in two years has me worried about what the future will look like. What will daily life look like in another two years? What about 10? How much longer will she be able to work? Will I have to drive her to work every day? Help her out of bed? Will we never get to travel like I've always wanted to? Will all the housework and care for both of our pets fall on me? Will she leave me as a widow at 40 or 50? I'm afraid that I may find myself as my partner's caretaker much sooner than anyone else imagines. We have talked a lot about the future, but we have never talked about this part of it. I know that these worries are holding me back from committing fully to the future that we have talked about, but I have no idea how to open the topic and express these 
these worries without sounding like a jerk or coming off like I'm saying something wrong or saying something that's not good enough about her. I already have a hard enough time expressing when small things bother me and I feel like this huge thing is unapproachable. What should I do? I think in my opinion, if I was in your shoes, I would want to first understand what it is I'm getting into. Like, am I getting into a situation where I might not feel comfortable having to take care of my girlfriend in such an extensive way? If you are comfortable with that, then this relationship won't be a problem. But if you're having doubts like this, and this might be the beginning of the end for the relationship you want to have, then maybe this relationship isn't the best thing for you. And your partner might deserve someone a little bit more accommodating towards her illnesses. And I'm sure this might be on her mind as well. She probably doesn't want to be some kind of burden for you in the slightest. But I think talking about this and expressing those concerns might be for the best for both of you. Because I'm sure she definitely doesn't want to feel like a burden. And I'm also sure the last thing you want to do is resent her for having these illnesses that I'm sure she most definitely does not want to deal with in her life either. So with whatever you decide to do, if you do decide to have a conversation with her, hopefully it all goes well. Because it sounds like you two really do love each other and it really would be a shame for this to tear you apart. My mother-in-law bought me and my husband a hotel for a few days near where she lives while practically demanding that we come and visit her. And now things are getting tricky and I honestly don't know what to do. So my husband and I live a nine-hour drive away from my mother-in-law and we don't have any kids. For Christmas, without checking with us first, she bought us a hotel from Tuesday until Thursday during a random week in the summer. She told us it was a trip for us lovebirds to do whatever we wanted. Okay, sure, Janet. I started a new job last summer and I don't have paid vacation for a year. I also have to have someone else watch our two dogs while we're away. We are also responsible for paying for our flights as well. So it is a big hit financially for a vacation that we honestly didn't even want in the first place. Anyways, my husband and I were doing some planning for what we are wanting to do. I have family in their area and my husband has other family there as well. My mother-in-law finds out and tells us we need to spend the whole trip with her and only her. We were planning on spending all Wednesday with her, but then she goes into a guilt trip about how we never see her anymore. For the record, we saw her last summer and at Christmas. Anyways, she wants to spend Wednesday and Thursday with us and is now saying the trip was for her to spend time with us. Yeah, no kidding, lady. But we fly in Tuesday night and fly out Friday morning, which are the only flights available, which means I won't be able to see my family unless I extend our trip, which is going to be expensive. I got 10 text messages at midnight last night lecturing me about why we need to focus on her for the trip. She has surgery, not while we're there, but later in the summer for her shoulder injury, and she doesn't get time off besides this, which is kind of ironic because guess what? Neither do I. She also can't travel, as well as a myriad of other reasons why we need to come along. Her tone was rude, and she's never talked to me like that ever before. Today, she told my husband that she wants to sell her house so that she can contribute to a down payment on a home we're saving for. We said we don't want to talk about that until after the summer. How do we put an end to the generosity that is actually leveraged to control our behavior? Is there a way to gently shut this down? She doesn't listen and isn't interested in our opinions or our perspectives and doesn't respect our boundaries. So I'm honestly at a loss and I seriously don't know what to do. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it really does sound like your mother-in-law is kind of obnoxious. Like, you definitely put it best. She doesn't respect boundaries, and it sounds like she basically wants to have control over your new home. Like, think about it. If she helps with a down payment, that will be more than enough leverage for her to be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna move in now. I mean, she lives nine hours away, and it sounds like nobody visits her. So this might be her one little trick up her sleeve to try and move into the house with you two. And the fact that you don't have kids together probably makes this opportunity even sweeter for your mother-in-law. So seriously, I would not allow her to do that and I would not accept that type of generosity for a second because honestly from my perspective it really seems like she has ulterior motives also when it comes to the trip up there in my opinion you can absolutely thank her for getting the hotel for you and your husband I would just be incredibly grateful and sing her praises left and right but not for a second does she get to dictate what you can and can't do that is not going to happen in my opinion if I was in your shoes I would tell her straight up okay on Wednesday we're visiting you but because we're in the area, the other days we're doing other things. I'm really sorry that you feel like we're not spending time with you, but this is the best we can do in this moment. And unfortunately there's not much she can do about that otherwise. She can complain and guilt trip you left and right, but at the end of the day this is also your trip. You're spending the money on flights, so you have absolutely priority over the people you choose to go and see. So hopefully this all works out for you, because your mother-in-law really does sound obnoxious, and hopefully you don't fall for her trick and allow her to pay for your new home. I love my girlfriend but I feel like I need to break up because of my insecurities and I honestly don't know what to do. Okay, to start things off, I want to say that I'm not hideous, but I am a bit on the chubbier side and I carry a sort of nerdy, clumsy look in general. I work in IT and I make a decent salary and have average social skills, I would say. My girlfriend, on the other hand, is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. She is very conventionally attractive. She is also currently doing her PhD, has her own business on the side, and is just the 
life of any room she enters. We met online through a gaming community, and for the first year of talking, I did not even know what she looked like, and I did not care. I fell for her personality and intelligence. When I met her in real life, it was like an explosion. Like, oh my god, I love her so much. Now, I'm not very experienced when it comes to relationships, and I did not know it was even possible to love another person that much. Her looks or my insecurities did not matter, because everything was just amazing, and I couldn't care less about what anyone else was thinking or doing. Also, I would love her even if she looked like a bag of trash. I knew she was perfect the way she was before I saw anything. That was one and a half years ago, and I can no longer handle it. Our relationship itself is going very well, and she has moved to where I live, and that's from the country of Norway down to Spain. I, however, am starting to slip into what I'm pretty sure is a depression, connected to my body image and my confidence. In the beginning of our relationship, some friends would make jokes about me and her, saying stuff like, she probably thinks you are rich or something. You need to tell her soon that you are not. Back then, it did not matter to me that much. However, I feel like it's only gotten worse. The other day, we were visiting my family and my mother made a joke about children. My brother then said, in Spanish, just so my girlfriend wouldn't understand, that my girlfriend would be crazy to have children with someone as ugly as me. It was a joke, but it really affected me negatively. Whenever we are out, guys always come up to her. She always tells them to get lost and tells them she has a boyfriend and is not interested or whatever. But I feel very self-conscious knowing that everyone in a restaurant or bar looks at my girlfriend thinking to themselves, oh man, what a beautiful woman. Why is she with him? I have always had issues with my looks and people were quite mean to me in school about it. She also has more money than me and is generally just more social and fun and incredibly smart. So I feel like I compete against the whole world while having nothing to offer. I also feel weird about talking to my girlfriend about it because she has a lot of issues and problems herself and I want her to see me as strong and able and right now I feel pathetic. However, after the last time a guy approached her and asked her for her number, I brought this up with my girlfriend telling her how awful it makes me feel and she assured me that she loves me. She always pretends to not even know what I am talking about when I say that she is out of my league and that people laugh and that I should focus on what she is doing, choosing me and being with me rather than what other people are doing, which is outside of both mine and her control. She is right. I know that. And to be fair, she has never acted in a way that made me think I can't trust her. She is very affectionate and never looks at other people in that way or even entertains flirting. But it has gotten to the point now where I get a full-blown panic attack whenever we go out to a restaurant. I know everyone there is going to look at her and then look at me with disgust and confusion. And I honestly just can't face it. I am now thinking if I was an idiot thinking that this relationship was ever going to work. I feel like the only way I can move forward is to remove myself from this situation. But I don't know how I am supposed to live without her. I talked to a friend and he is basically advising me to break up with her and go to therapy until I am ready for a relationship again. Or else I would become controlling and awful just like her ex. That thought scares me more than anything. What should I do? First off, I think your friend is a complete idiot. The fact that he wants you to dump your girlfriend and go to therapy, which first off, therapy wouldn't be a bad idea, is absolutely ridiculous. I 100% don't think you should dump your girlfriend. Your girlfriend is not pretending. She is genuinely only wanting to be with you. She turns down everybody who tries to come her way and she only likes you. Your friend is stupid and toxic. Do not break up with her. She loves you and she wants to be with you. And I think you need to start believing your girlfriend. It really does not matter what the world says or does. What matters is what 
what the two of you do. If I was in your shoes, I would not throw away this amazing situation and this amazing girlfriend that clearly has chosen you. Because personally, if anything, I would get rid of that friend who's telling you to break up with your girlfriend. That is genuinely awful advice, and I really think leaving your girlfriend would only cause you more trouble than good. My entitled mother is impossible to deal with, and she is constantly so negative and always frustrated whenever anyone has a differing opinion. Let me preface this by saying that even though I love my mother, I don't like her. We have very different views, and anytime I bring up anything that isn't her view, she likes to start a debate or an argument, and then gets mad when I get upset when she puts me down from my point of view. She thinks of herself as this very high and brilliant person, and that only her opinion and similar opinions should be law. But anyways, this is about how I more than likely should have gone to the hospital last night. I'm a 22-year-old female, and I got home at dark last night after hanging out with some friends. I still live with my parents at the moment. When I was getting ready for bed, I noticed that my nasal spray ran out that I use for my allergies. So I opted to use one of my other sibling sprays that wasn't my go-to brand. I have never used this brand, but oh my god, it sprayed so hard into my nostril. At first, I thought that it just hurt because it sprayed so hard. But after laying down for a bit, I started to notice that not only my nose hurt, but also my throat and mouth. It started hurting to breathe, so I woke my dad up, who gave me a Benadryl. I sat up for about 40 minutes and let him go back to sleep, since he's older and needed to get up to go to his part-time job. I decided I didn't want to wake him up again, and I went to get my entitled mother because I started to get concerned that it wasn't really helping. When she woke up, she was a bit annoyed at first, which is understandable. But as soon as she realized that I needed some help, she insisted I take some more Benadryl. I asked her, I know it's a little bit easier to breathe, but shouldn't I go to the hospital now? My mother answered, no, just take some Benadryl. You'll be fine after it kicks in. I didn't know what else to do, really, and I didn't feel like arguing with her because I had work the next day, so I took two more like she said. And let me tell you, it didn't take long to knock me out because I'm on the smaller side. But now that I'm awake, my throat and my mouth are still itchy. I don't know what to do now. I don't know if I should call the doctor or if I should go someplace to get checked out. So I'm honestly at a loss and I really don't know what to do. I definitely know what you're talking about when you say that your mom is incredibly stubborn and she doesn't like it when people have different opinions in her. That really is obnoxious and that's super difficult to deal with. But when it comes to your throat and mouth being itchy, I think your parents should just be lucky that you woke up in the first place. That is not something you want to mess around with. Because I'm pretty sure it sounds like you had some kind of allergic reaction to the new nose spray that you were not used to. So I think to be on the safe side, I would probably go to the doctor. Like it would not be a bad idea to go and get yourself checked out just in the off chance that you might actually be allergic to that. And if you are allergic to that in some kind of way, then I think you should be thanking your lucky stars. Because this seriously could have been so much worse. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.